Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. Warning, this show might contain things you don't want to know and take you out of your comfortable zone down the rabbit hole into a new world where you open your eyes and reality is real. Welcome to Political Doctrine and What They Don't Want You to Know. Today I have a very special guest with me, as you can see, Rodney Clough from OurHollowEarth.com. Now, today's special guest has a lot of information from us. We have been speculating for years. We have been researching, some of us a little more than others, uh, about the Lost Tribes and about where they went. A lot of scriptures tell us that the ice will be broken, the ice will melt before the staff of these prophets that come from the north. So where do they come from? They have to come somewhere north. They have to come somewhere where there is ice. And as far as I'm concerned, there's no real huge land masses by the North Pole. There's only water. And so my question is, where are the lost tribes? Well, Rodney Clough seems to have the answers for us today, and he has a website, ourhollowearth.com. If you're talking about a opening that goes down, I don't know how many miles, uh, I've just begun to look at some of your investigations, but I don't know how far this hole goes down, but if it is even uh, 10,000 miles, uh, even half of that, 5,000 miles, and by the time that you are crossing a 300-mile gap or whatever it is, maybe you can explain that to us a little bit better, you're not going to get any light source from, from, from this opening. It's going to look like what I theorize incorrectly as a black hole. Well, uh, <clears throat> several years ago, I don't know exactly the date. I would have to look it up. But uh, two NASA scientists... Uh, discovered a polar fountain of energy coming up out of the Arctic and uh, filling the magnetic magnetosphere with uh, protons and electrons. And uh, they said, oh, uh, wow, we don't, we don't need uh, the solar wind from the sun to, to cause the auroras or the Van Allen radiation belts. It's right here. It's a polar fountain coming up out of the Earth. Well, that's what it is. There is a hole up there, and it's a polar opening, and the solar wind that's coming up out of it from the inner sun hits the atmosphere above the, the opening and lights up the auroras in an oval shape. Uh, it's an oval shape because uh, the, these uh, protons and electrons follow the electromagnetic field lines, and as they come up, out of the polar opening, 
they hit the atmospheric atoms and it causes uh, uh, gyroscopic particles to be knocked out of the magnetic field of the atom, which is also hollow, and uh, it, it causes the light of the auroras. And after causing the light of the auroras, it keeps following the magnetic field lines and it congregates over the equator in what is called the, the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah, exactly, now, exactly. When I was about, I'm, I'm sorry, but that when you just mentioned this, it's it's almost as if every time I, I listen to you, I, I learn something new. Again, you have to understand, I've been a science teacher for many years. I taught myself science when I was younger, uh, above and beyond what I learned in school. And I've done my own research, again, into uh, evolution, into all the other, you know, center of the earth, molten lava, all these theories. I've done my own research. And to find out these things. And as you're talking to me, my mind is is opening up because I'm saying to myself, that's the, that's the connection I'm missing. Because with my eyes and on my video, I recorded these jets of energy. These, these oh, I, would, I would suspect they're traveling at an incredible speed. I, I, I don't know how fast, but they're coming out as jets from time to time. It, it's a connection that you just made for me. There we go, the, uh, the aurora borealis, we are projecting protons, electrons out from the center of the earth, from the, from the sun that they have there. And it makes perfect sense that this belt that surrounds the north and the south, is it the same in the South Pole? Is it, it, do, do we have the same? Because um, I have, is, is there a way to look at the, uh, at, at, at the opening in the south? Pole as well, because I've only been able to find the North Pole um, imagery and openings uh, there. Is there a way to, to look at the South Poles? Oh, yeah. There, there's even a better uh, NASA <coughs> uh, video showing the aurora of, from the South Pole and showing exactly where it's coming out of the Earth. And the, and the aurora uh, that's that as results from this radiation coming out of the earth uh, is the shape of aurora uh, uh, an oval around antarctica uh, yes yes I'm, I'm aware of that but the actual images you're seeing of nasa there uh, just like the ones i saw from the north pole because the ones i saw from north pole they 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 seem to have taken them down i wasn't able to find them again but i still have my video about it but is there is there another nasa site or government site where I can actually see the opening of the South Pole, I'd, I'd like to put that one up for our viewers on on our um, after this well, video is done. Put the information. If you, if you go to my website, ourhollowearth.com, my home page is uh, this image from NASA showing the aurora australis around the Antarctic uh, continent, and you can see the actually then you can see the hole where where the aurora where the aurora radiation comes out of the earth now when i went to byu uh, uh i uh, studied the what they the scientists said about the aurora at that time it was about right about 1979 around there and they said in their article in encyclopedia britannica that they didn't know, the scientists didn't know at that time what caused the auroras. They, they recognized that it was caused by a solar wind, 
but uh, they didn't have a, a absolute uh, proof of, of what what caused it, and it was a, a, like a mystery. Uh, they compared the aurora to a television screen. Uh, the old televisions that had a cathode ray that would sh shoot out and hit the screen and uh, knock uh, photons out of the phosphorus that is in the screen was the best indication of what they, they, they uh, illustration of what, what uh, causes the aurora. But they didn't know, they stated in their article that they didn't know what was the, the, the cathode the source of the uh, aurora radiation. Later on, the scientists started saying that it was caused by the solar wind from our outer sun. However, there's a disconnect there because uh, there's not enough power in the solar wind from our outer sun to light up the auroras. So they, they then assume, well, as it approaches the Earth, then it uh, accelerates down from space. And as it accelerates, then it picks up speed and it gets that e extra energy in order to create the auroras. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Get creative and earn cash for spring clothes at Plato's Closet. Sell your gently used warm weather styles like tees, shorts, sandals, and more. We pay cash on the spot for gently used styles for guys and girls in their teens and 20s. Go through your closet and sell us the spring clothes, shoes, and accessories that you no longer need for cash on the spot. Turn your spring clothes into cash at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area, find your nearest location at platoscloset.com. Introducing the Dunkin' Run, a dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. But uh, their fallacy is that, uh, that the solar wind that causes the aurora comes from space. It does not. Mm -hmm. I went to Alaska in 1980 with my family, and uh, around September we went up on the mountain, uh, the hill north of Fairbanks, and looked at, at the aurora, and uh, you could see that the radiation causing the aurora was going up from the earth to space. It wasn't coming from space down to the earth. So I That's challenge right. any of you, if you want the, the proof that the aurora radiation comes from the earth or comes, go up in the Arctic and look at it yourself. You can see <laughs> the radiation going up from the earth. So the radiation comes up comes out of the earth moving upward moving upward moving, you can see moving upward and it hits you. you can see it going up through the layers of the atmosphere towards space mm -hmm. now this this is consistent with the hollow earth theory because if there is a polar opening up there and if the earth has an inner sun then the solar wind from the inner sun could be coming 
out through the polar opening, follow the electromagnetic field lines causing the aurora for the oval form. And mm -hmm. as it hits the atmosphere going up, it causes the auroras to shine. And then that continues uh, in the ma magnetic field of the Earth to congregate over the, the equator, causing the Van Allen radiation belts. Now, yeah, very interesting. And you know what I find in science? Because the, the important part here is that you mentioned observation. And that's part of the scientific method is you observe things with your own eyes, things that you can record, things that you can uh, put down on paper and repeat over and over again. You mentioned being able to see the the the, the energy coming from the surface out to the, the the atmosphere, being able to see that with your eyes and to record it. Um, I found the problem with science uh, forever since uh, since Galileo's time, since the, the the time that they would hunt you down as a scientist for telling the truth is that science has adopted, or, or I'm not even going to call it science, I'm just going to call it humanity. The, the reason why people don't want to observe and use the scientific method, the real scientific method, is because they, they, they get a theory and then they believe that theory is fact. And then they, the scientific community, always wants to prove that theory correct. They don't want to prove it incorrect. They always take something, and it's more of a religion at that point. They say, okay, this is the way it is, exactly, and, and we're going to keep it this way. Even, even in evolution, for instance, and you mentioned that it's ridiculous that the solar wind is going to pick up speed. Yes, the Earth has mass, it has gravitational pull, and it would account for some increase of, of acceleration, but, but not, not to the extent that you're talking uh, the lighting up. And why wouldn't it light up anywhere else except around the belt, uh, the northern and southern belt? Why wouldn't it light up anywhere else if the, the mass of the Earth is the same all the way around? What I'm saying is, here's another example, um, evolution. You've got all of a sudden uh, millions and millions of species popping up, almost uh, scientifically speaking, overnight, the Cambriotic, Cambriotic explosion. You know, It's like, well, wait a minute, how do we get all these species if evolution is supposed to take millions and millions of years? How do we get all these species overnight? Well, let's just label that and let's call it uh, Cambriotic explosion, and um, we'll we'll get past that point. It's I never. Got, I got to um, take a break. Break uh, right. I'll be right back with you. Okay. If you can continue that line, I'll be right back with you. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so as I was saying along that line, is we as a species or we as humanity adopt dogmas into our belief system we, we tag ourselves with it we say this is the way it is and after we've accepted it as a society and it's been taught in school it's very difficult to get away from that original dogma that original theory it's almost as if we persist as a species to worship whatever false notion it is that we've been taught worship it it's a new religion the religion of science think of something like the big bang theory that uh, you, you know that says that we 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 began as a singularity in space exploding outward and therefore the expansion that goes outward it, it, it goes out it goes out and at one point many theories that begins to slow down and then the masses start to get back together again and then collide into the singularity again 
uh, repeating itself over and over again over the course of trillions and trillions of years. Um, these things are proven incorrect. We have a new uh, telescope out there that shows us that the the Big Bang theory it's it's it unraveling itself. Why? Because we have more powerful uh, telescopes going out to space. They're recording things like um, faraway galaxies. And they're saying that, wait a minute, we should, because of the strange effect, should be seeing these galaxies as larger uh, as we go further into space. Instead, we're seeing them smaller, disproving, disproving the theory of uh, a Big Bang. And we have to go back on ourselves and say, well, wait, wait, does, that doesn't exist. However, it's still in the in the textbooks, and it will always be in the textbooks because once we get something in dogma, we 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 worship it, and even the best scientists that can come out and say that's incorrect are are laughed at, like Galileo, are ridiculed, and and so what do you do? Um, what do you do, uh, Mr. Clough? What do you do, Rodney, when when people put a blockade against what you're saying against your book? What do you do when they say, oh, I don't want to read those scriptures, uh, you know, in the earth, on the earth, under the earth. I don't want to I don't want to look at that. Um, that's a bunch of hogwash. I had a friend, <laughs> a very close friend of mine. Um, we didn't get into an argument or fight about it. It's it's not a point of salvation, whether or not I believe in the hollow earth. But I asked him the question, where are the 10 tribes going to come from? You know, uh, are they going to come from Russia? Are they going to strike the, the earth and, and, and a highway is going to be built up? It's going to be more dramatic than Moses's time. Where are they coming from? If not from the hollow earth, what's up north? There's Russia, there's China. They're coming from China then? And 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 people just simply put a blockade. Their answer is, uh, that's a bunch of nonsense and they blow you off as somebody crazy. What do you do, um, Mr. Clough? What do you do when, when you're confronted with this uh, opposition, with this blockade, this mental blockade that people have? At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Well, I believe in true religion and true science, okay? And uh, <clears throat> everything else is uh, a lie. And so uh, I, uh, I, uh, ever since I started my research on the hollow earth, I, my, my goal was to find out if it was a valid theory or not. And I, I have found so much evidence the, from scriptures, from science, and from history, uh, that I believe firmly that the Earth is hollow, as well as all the other planets, and even asteroids and comets are hollow. Uh, so, what do you, what do you do? Let's say if I play devil's advocate for a second, and I would say something like scientifically saying, well, you know, you can prove anything if you research it enough. Uh, you could put it on the other side of Galileo. You could say, well, they used to believe that the uh, center of the universe was the Earth, and they made this geocentric model that showed all the planets around. 
And in reality, it worked. And if anything fell apart on it, they just correct a couple of their um, their 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 uh calculations and it still worked and they made the model keep working and keep working until we came up with things like computers and incredible um precise measurements that that now it's absolutely incorrect it proves it wrong what do you do when somebody says well maybe maybe you've researched it so much like like for instance the flat earth uh theory people they have so much evidence and they do they do if you if you study certain things you can align and say, well, yeah, it's it's uh, it, according to their data and their information, the Earth should be flat. So, what do you do when somebody tells you in a in a in a devil's advocate kind of way that that uh, I want to present to you? Well, you've you've aligned the information to fit your belief system. That's all you've done, but that's not the way it is. What, how how would you combat something like that? Well, it, it is true. <clears throat> And um, but uh, the the proof of science is to is to go and observe. Okay, so uh, I I have gone to the Alaska and I did observe the auroras going up, uh, not coming down from space. Um, we we also uh, I was invited to help uh, put together an expedition. To go check it out, uh, uh, see if the polar opening does exist. It didn't didn't happen, but we were interfered with. Uh, uh, we so that we couldn't carry out our expedition. But I challenge anybody uh, that wants to know the truth. If why don't want, why don't you take some something an airplane and uh, or, or a boat and go up there and prove that there is no opening. Uh, but um, the the proof is 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 going and seeing. All right, uh, I I don't have, but I do have reliable witnesses of people that have been there. Uh, that's better than what uh, Orthodox science does has. They have no evidence nor testimony of anybody going to the center of the earth and coming back to tell us what it's like. And yet I do. We have about 14 people or groups of people that have been to the hollow earth and returned to tell us what it's like. Now, some people will say, well, uh, how, how do you know if these people are telling the truth? Well, it's because of what they say. If they, if they uh, state things that are contradictory, uh, then you can know that uh, they're probably not reliable. But when when uh, people from all kinds of walks of life and, and 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 people that do not even know about each other, or did not even know about the hollow earth theory, <clears throat> end up finding that the earth is hollow, and come back and tell us, and they all say the same thing, then. That's an indication that it, what they're saying could be the truth. And I found uh, interesting the the pilots you mentioned. You mentioned the pilots that uh, that monitor the the northern region of the planet. Tell us about those 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 pilots that fly around that area. Well, I, <clears throat> one of the fellows that bought my book, the very first 
book, the uh, example of my book that I sold was to this fellow named uh, Ivers Janikas. And uh, he's originally from uh, uh, from the Baltic nations. Uh, I, f I forget exactly which one of the three. Not Lithuania. Uh, but anyway, he was living here in the United States and uh, had learned English really well. And uh, <clears throat> he was got interested in the hollow earth theory. And so uh, he, he would fly quite often in, in in flights across the United States. Uh, he lived here in Phoenix and his parents lived in South uh, Carolina. And so he would fly back home once in a while to visit his parents. And so uh, he would make it a habit of every time he got in an airline to go back and sit with the, the pilots at the very back that uh, would go as passengers. And so he, he, this one pilot he got in the conversation with, uh, he asked him point blank, you know, is there, have you seen anything up there unusual around the North Pole? And, and uh, he said, yeah, there's a hole up there that goes into the interior of the earth. And that uh, it's so big that uh, airline pilots and my buddies, we don't speak about it, but you can't fly across it because it would be like flying out into outer space because there's no air in the center of the hole. And uh, so he he did uh, admit that, that he and his buddies, airline pilot buddies, have seen this polar opening. And they, they don't fly over it because they can't. And that, uh, but however, uh, he, he did say that uh, he can't, admit this uh, publicly because uh, he would be putting his uh, uh, job on the line, that they would actually fire him if he would tell anybody publicly, admit publicly that uh, these polar openings exist. And uh, it, some of the first, which makes sense because uh, the, the maps that I've gotten of the polar area uh, down on the corner, it shows it's from the CIA. Now, the CIA is notorious for uh, hiding things. And uh, if they want to hide the polar opening, all they have to do is just put ice and snow all, all over the, the map up, up there. Yeah. Uh, the same, same for their satellite imagery. Uh, Dr. Stephen Greer is a, a medical doctor that has uh, studied UFOs over the the, the the decades and uh, one of his uh, expert witnesses uh, that he accumulated in his study uh, was uh, a contractor with uh, NASA and uh, she she went into this lab and she was um, was allowed into this lab because she was a contractor and uh, they, they had photographs there of uh, this one uh, imagery, the, the technician says, you see that? That's a UFO, and you can see on the surface of the planet his shadow. Now, unless it's a solid object, it doesn't create a solid, a, a shadow. But, and she asked him, well, well, what do you do with that? And he says, well, we, whenever we find these uh, pictures from the satellites of UFOs, we just airbrush them out. 
before we give them out to the public. Mm -hmm. So right there is testimony that the government is hiding things like UFOs. And uh, if that would be especially true if they uh, were hiding where they come from, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And that's the name of this show, you know, what they don't want you to know, because that's exactly right. The government doesn't want you to know. They don't want you to know. They want you to stay in, uh, in, in complete unbelief. We've had such a fabulous interview. I, I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Clough, Rodney Clough, uh, for coming on this show. We've run out of time, but there is so much more to talk about. Uh, and, and let me give you an example of some of those things. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, and I want to end in this note, like myself, that would like to escape this world with, with their family, you know, because we're being, we're being crammed down our throats, all this um, devilish doctrine, this anti-Christian doctrine that is uh, so harmful to our children, to our own uh, families. Uh, we're getting uh, crowded with the TVs, with the cell phones. And all they're teaching is lies, deception, and false doctrine. And so for somebody like me, when, when I talk to somebody like you that says, uh, you know, there's a hollow earth with people down there that are in a terrestrial state, man, I would love to go down there and spend the rest of my time with my family down there, even if it meant going in an expedition. And, and, and I know there's things that you've talked about that I sure would like to end with, um, but the, get, get into a little bit more detail uh, that there are caves, one specific cave, that you don't have to go to the North Pole, you don't have to go to the South Pole. There's, there's a cave uh, system that can take you down to the center of the earth uh, here in the United States. And so I want to end with this, with, with your comments on that, and maybe uh, you know have you committed to come back to the show at a later time. But I want to end with this because that's what I do. I, I look with my eyes and when, when the, the most interesting thing you said is when you go to the North Pole and you see these rays going out to the sun, that's convincing to you. That's convincing to me. When I get on an airplane and I look and I'm at 40,000 feet up and I'm looking out the window and I, I can see at the distance the curvature of the earth and I can... I can see that with my eyeballs. I can say, okay, well, I'm, I'm looking at the curvature of the earth. I'm looking at the curvature of the moon with this, with this uh, intense uh, telescope that I have. Um, I, can, I can see with my eyes and say to myself, okay, well, well no, it's, it's not flat. But when I also see with my eyes and hear with my ears, and I'm able to prove, like Rodney says, to see where the energy comes from, to see in what direction it comes from, to see the testimony of real pilots to hear the testimony of what happens, of where these objects come from, where the UFOs come from, et cetera. Are there beings in outer space? Yes, there are beings in outer space, but are there beings that come out in UFOs from our Earth? Yes, of course, there, there has to be there. There's more technology down there because they haven't had all the corruption and the system of lies. So let's end with that. What would Let's end with this civilization and the opening of the Earth to be able to get down there and not have to go to an expedition in the North Pole? Well, uh, the people of the Hollow Earth, uh, they look down on people of their country that come to our surface world, but they do send flying saucers out and uh, expert witnesses uh, in Dr. Greer's disclosure project uh, 
couple of them testified that these uh, flying saucers, they, they frequent uh, nuclear uh, installations where atomic weapons are stored. And, and uh, well, even Colonel Ed Dames on Coast to Coast uh, uh, a, few, a few years ago testified that in 1966, uh, the United States and Russia or Soviet Union tried to have a, a, a nuclear war and they were shut down on both sides by the UFOs. And so the evidence indicates that the people of the hollow earth have sent out their flying saucers and they don't want us to blow up their planet. Uh, they, they share our atmosphere through the polar openings. It's their earth is just as much as it is ours. And uh, they don't want us uh, destroying this planet. And so they send out their flying saucers to make sure that we don't have nuclear war. And, uh, well, uh, you know, if we, if any of the, any of us would like to go to that paradise, which is the, in the hollow earth, uh, they're welcome. Uh, the people of the hollow earth welcome, have welcomed all the people that I have uh, found have gone there and even let them come back if they want. Some of them stay and they don't come back because it's a paradise there. But uh, it, within a few years, uh, I believe that uh, the last 10 tribes that, that I believe that are in the hollow earth will return to the service of the planet. They will expand their political kingdom God to outer earth and uh, in preparations for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, even the Tibetans, uh, they, they were visited by the king of the hollow earth and in the turn of the 18th to the 19th century, uh, in about 19, 1989, uh, well, it was 1880s in, in there, when, when the king of the hollow earth came out through a, a cavern in Tibet and told them that uh, someday they plan on coming to outer earth and help establish world peace. And so... Uh, that is the prophesied return of the lost 10 tribes that they are prophesied in the scriptures that they will return. Jeremiah talks about it a lot. Ezekiel talks about it in our Latter-day Saint scriptures in the Doctrine and Covenants section 133 talks about that the saying that the, their prophets will no longer stay themselves, that they will come down from the, from the Arctic that the ice will melt before their presence, that they will throw up a highway in the midst of the great deep, which is the Arctic Ocean, and they will establish a permanent link between their capital city, which is uh, the, the city of Eden, which uh, was discovered by uh, Olaf Jansen and his father, the uh, Norwegian fisherman in 1829, when they accidentally sailed through the polar opening looking for the their uh, cousins of uh, what they called the chosen ones that had migrated many centuries earlier into the north countries, uh, that they will return and uh, they will establish a permanent link between their capital city and they will establish a new, uh, help us establish a new capital here in America, which was, was called the, in the scriptures, the Latter-day Saint scriptures, uh, Book of Mormon specifically, 
the New Jerusalem, and uh, this I believe will be will occur because uh, uh, because of war. Biden right now is trying to trying to get Russia to attack the United States. China has been saying they're going to attack us for many years. Uh, I believe that um, the scriptures indicate Joel chapter two talks about uh, an army coming and attacking the land of Zion. The land of Zion was identified by the prophet Joseph Smith uh, as America. So uh, if the land of Zion is going to be attacked, uh, as Joel chapter three, uh, chapter two says, and also uh, our founding father, George Washington, while he was at Valley Forge, was visited by an angel and he was shown a vision of how we would win the revolutionary war and then that there would be three great perils perils through which the um, the united states would go through and the second one would be the civil war war between the states and then he says at the end of the age the united states will be attacked by all the nations of the earth and we will fight them on the streets but with the help of God, we will finally uh, liberate ourselves from the attack. But uh, I believe that this uh, attack on the United States will destroy our federal government. It will destroy uh, our enemy, which is the United Nations. Mm -hmm. And uh, it will leave uh, open the, uh, the, the... And our new government will be the political kingdom of God of the last 10 tribes coming down from the north and helping us build a new Jerusalem, which will be the future capital of America and Independence, Missouri. So we end with a beacon of hope to all of us that are saying, what the heck is going on? Uh, nuclear uh, war is upon us and the strike of these nations is upon us on the fear of, of uh, Biden, <laughs> the, fear, the fear of the secret society of men trying to destroy everything, the stock market and everything that we see. Um, we end with a, with, with a, we end with a, a uh, hint of, of hope. Mm -hmm. And that's a great spot to end. I'd like to invite you uh, to come back, Rodney Cliff, to talk uh, perhaps part two, we could talk about more of of uh, the equator cave, clay, uh, caves or the, the caves that are found in the United States. Uh, I'd like to talk more about these subjects. Are you willing to come back in the future? Sure will. Anytime well, you want. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. It was an absolute pleasure. And to you listeners and to you viewers, thank you for coming on the show today. We learned much. We ended up with a, with a note of hope. That's what we want. We want to be able to see God's kingdom on earth and we want to be able to become part of that kingdom. And when all the tyranny is reigning upon us and we see the imminent wars that are coming and the imminent, imminent invasions, we can see that there is a rescue. And, and, and perhaps most likely that rescue does come in the form of ice sheets melting and a staff in the, uh, in, in the North Pole and people coming across that are more righteous than us. So until next time, thank you. And this has been a wonderful episode of What They Don't Want You to Know political doctrine at its best. Thank you for coming.